Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. You're listening to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. It's completely free and packed full of fun little tidbits about guitars. But if you do fancy another log on your proverbial fire, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for a thick slice of audio delight. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Mark Packham. Butter the toast, eat the toast, poop the toast. Jay Cross. Hi. And Matthew Knight. Hello there. Yes, that's right. It's a full house once again. You know, I'm hoping that we're going to get this intro thing like down to a really fast professional routine what i'm Joe, hoping we've been for... we've been podcasting for five years <laughs> if, we, if we haven't got it now we definitely aren't gonna get it anytime soon I, I i i do think it used to be i'm sure it used to be more professional than this i'm sure the starts used to be cleaner i, I think there's a good there was a good mid period where we cared yeah and now we're back yeah, there, there well no this, i still care else. i still care i just the thing that i care about is how annoyed joe gets yeah, when i really I just, slow it down just, and sound yeah. miserable oh, yeah i just really what i want my dream is like a clean, fast-paced intro sequence so that new listeners will, will turn on this podcast and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. Information-filled, professional. I just gave them information. Butter the toast. Eat the toast. Poop the toast. That's ridiculous. Why? <laughs> I can't believe you used the word poop on a I'll tell you what, I'll do your deal. If you are less enthusiastic... Uh-huh. I'll be more enthusiastic, and maybe we can find a happy mid, mid, midpoint. Should we try again? It's because he doesn't have a real job. That's what it that is. That is what oh, it is. This I is. Actually, I, I tell you something, and I, I, I have a real job. I tell you something. Since Joe has gone self-employed and is right. no longer in the office, uh, the number of text messages that 
we are receiving in the Gitanas group chat has gone up by maybe 500%. Yeah, okay. Because it's... Joe is just like sat, especially as Emma is working away at yeah, the moment. Yeah, she's in LA at So the you're you're just sat there by yourself in this oh, in this hole it. that you haven't painted yet. Or maybe you have painted it and that's I'm why, you, that's why you're sending so many text messages. <laughs> if, she like, ne- if she never came back, I wouldn't blame her. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> who, who could? But She's yeah. going to come back and find Joe just with, oh yeah, I got this lead paint. Yeah, they're selling it cheap at the builders merchants down the road just like poison your house yes almost definitely the the other day actually i was uh, i was messaging you guys and no one got back to me and then you started talking about something else <laughs> without even answering my questions it was probably an awful question we roll. oh god it was, it, well, it was so but, annoying because actually, what you were asking like, about was, what you were asking about was oh oh is it is it okay if i is it okay if i post this i, was I ask, need to post it i was asking it'll be, if i should get insurance on the thing i was 15 pounds is it okay if i post it it's like mate just get it done like, d- listen you're doing this well, you're doing this job you're doing this job so that we don't have to think about it i am counting the pennies because now it matters. That's true. That's, that's, yeah, that's no, what you're that counting the pennies. That's because that's all we've got left. You spunk the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, this week on the Guitar Nerds podcast, we've uh, we've got there, there's some news. There's a limited amount of news, but we've also received a load of uh, cool new stuff. So we should uh, we should also um, talk talk about that. But first of all, uh, Matt Knight, you finally after an awful. A lot of waiting. I mean, really, Jay. I think you did. That's a, a little bit slow on on your company's part. <laughs> but uh, but Matt, you finally uh, got your shell pink Charvel. I did after ordering it, it at Summer Nam, which I suddenly realised when I got it. I was like, man, I ordered this a long time ago. That's unbelievable. But Is that how back ordered they were, Jay Cross? Listen, I think they listen, mate. <laughs> this is a popular podcast. And we gave it gear of the year. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to tell you. They were. They were way more popular than anybody could have possibly imagined. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's down to us. Well, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so because we made it, it. Well, they also made it in the best color possible. And because of our hard work telling people how good pink guitars are, the amount of other YouTube channels I've noticed going, oh, I've got this great pink guitar, and oh, I'm going to order this guitar in pink. I'm like, yeah, I know. Trends people stealing, mate. People stealing our aesthetic. Can we do? Can we? Can we like copyright pink? Uh, maybe. I think we should. You probably. can. There was an artist that copyrighted the blackest black. Then, um, and then someone oh, that, else made the. Pink I mean, that pink. was that was like a new material that was used to to make that color. You can't though, copyright m- material. That's all right, I'm saying. Okay. Well, don't clamp down on art, yeah. I'm actually, um, I'm a big fan of the of the olive drab version of the uh, of the. Yeah, it looks good shovel. as well. I'm into it. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. I, mean, I, the, I saw the grey one in person the other day as well, and that I must admit, I think the only one, the grey one, would look also good with cream pickups and hardware. Um, but the pink one is by far the best one. The pink one just looks it, so good. Yeah, and I got it out of the box, and it was in tune, and it played absolutely perfectly. A little bit slinky, because it had nines on it. Um, I thought you said so... stinky. <laughs> stinky. A little bit stinky. Well, came that out, that came, too. Came out of the box a bit smelly, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, play, it played absolutely perfectly. Set it up with tens, although <laughs> I, before I went, I was away for about four or five days, and I set it up the, the night before, and I was like, oh, it plays great, but... The, when I strum an E, it's always out of tune. The G is always out of tune. I spent about an hour going, can't get the intonation. What is wrong with the intonation? Just on that one string. And I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, whatever. I'm going away for a few days. I'll leave it. Came back, realised that I hadn't put the string underneath the string tree. Oh. And it was throwing the intonation out completely. 
Matt, I that know, is, it's just I was, that is appalling. You shouldn't be admitting that on this podcast. No, but I'm I'm very I'm actually very pleased to admit that I actually managed to do a, apart from that one thing a really good setup on it, oh, well, and it okay. plays absolutely amazingly with with tens, and it just sounds great. Every pickup combination, it just um, I mean Jay won't agree with this statement, but it's got all the best strat sounds in it. Um, neck and middle, which, which Jay knows there are none. What, bridge, yeah, neck single. and middle, exactly. What are you talking about? Yeah, bridge just, single. That's the that's the only way to play a strat. No, it's got the two best ones, two and four, which is neck and middle and Wait, middle and bridge. Which way do you count? What's oh, well, one? Charvel counts one, is one as oh. bridge, but I count one as neck. Five. But they do it the other way around. Oh, yeah, I think it weird. is. I think it is the other way around now. We we had we had a discussion about this at work because we got it. We were getting it the wrong way around. Oh, uh, really? So what yeah. is the, the pickup configuration on the Charvel DK24? You get the Seymour Duncan yeah, Super Shred in the, in the bridge, right? Yeah, and... The I think it's SSLs in the neck. Yeah. So you get neck, yeah. neck and middle. Yeah. Middle and outside coil. Middle and inside coil. Full humbucker. So what's what's the pickup in the middle? I mean, it doesn't matter. No one's really going to use. I think it. they're both. The, I think they're almost of the same line. Some sort right. of SSL pickup. Right. But they just out of the box. You just don't need to do anything. It's got a great trim on it. Never goes out of tune. It's got locking machine heads. Um, no low tone control. So if you um, turn it all the way up, it clicks and then it's. It bypasses the capacitor completely. Uh, it's got a really wide sweep on the tone. Volume control super smooth. It was just perfect. I, I honestly I can't believe how good that guitar is yeah. for the money. Did and I like I know we talked about it a lot of gear of the year, but now I've actually got it. It's even better than do, I remember playing it at Summer Do you not find the super shred in the bridge a little bit? Is it not no, a little, it's, it's a little bit a mis- too much with the other? Because they're like Alnico. No. It's, it's ne- such a misleading name. Yeah, Super maybe it shred. is. It just sounds like it's going to be like a too much. an invader sort yeah, of yeah, style, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. super shred. It sounds like it's definitely not going to work with such traditional things in the neck and middle. And that's kind of how I always thought. I was like, if if you think sort of the A Z or A Z is the is the main competition for the Charvel DK twenty four, well then the A who makes that the. <laughs> <laughs> the Ibanez uh, AZ, um, which oh, yeah, they, they had the new company, are they? <laughs> I mean, they because they had Seymour Duncan Hyperions, which are kind of they're supposed to be a bit of everything, aren't they? They're supposed to be high outputy so that they drive really well and they're great for shred, but they're supposed to have sort of vintage sensibilities and all that depth and all those woody tones. Whereas Charvel didn't go for that. Rather than having this sort of pickup that does everything, Charvel went for. You shreddy pickup in the bridge, old school pickup in the neck, and did it sort of that way round. It's it's really well balanced. It it really does just sound like every, especially like the in between stratty sounds are like a strat on steroids. So it's like way more than a right. vintage strat, but not so much that it's just making everything yeah really distorted. And through a clean edit, like it's super clean through, you know, something with with high headroom. But if you stick a load of drive with it, it really it gives you like that kind of like vintage kind of like beefy rock sound yeah um and but I'm, it's, I'm... it's not over the top in in any way and actually it probably covers more bass what's nice if you have that and the james valentine they both cover different bases but they they don't they don't like cross over at all i always felt um, like and i never had the two side by side but i always felt like they had really similar neck profiles and they both got that sort of hand rubbed satin feel they, but the there's something to the neck on the Music Man which is slightly smoother, and I think right. it's the gun oil, um, the, the the gun stock oil that they put on the neck on the I Music see. Man. Um, but the Charvel, I mean, 
for the money, if you had to pick one or the other, oh, uh, yeah, it I, would be I, really tough. And actually, I know we talked about a lot about the Sterling Valentine. Yeah, I honestly think this is a better guitar. Oh than yeah, happily, the Sterling it's a Valentine. Ha- yeah, but I think if you put this against Valentine, I think you both are amazing guitars. It would be really difficult to choose between. So I mean, that's totally like do, destroyed the need for having any other guitar. They're about the same money, aren't they? They're about eight to nine hundred quid each. Yeah. What the the Sterling Valentine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're a bit less. Like seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that A AZs have come down in price since the Charvel DK twenty four has been so popular? Interesting. So, because do you remember when they came out? They were like, um, I think they were like the affordable ones were like maybe like thirteen, fourteen hundred pounds. Yeah. May, maybe it was more like twelve, thirteen actually, and. Um, and then you had the top ends, the um, prestige um, AZs, and they were, you know, they were getting on for the two thousand pound mark. And in the case of the signature models, the Tom Quayle and the other fellow's signature model, they were over the two grand mark. But now those AZs are coming in at like nine hundred pounds, eight nine nine. Yeah, exactly to, 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 to sort of be competing with the with the DK twenty four. I think the I um, the great thing about these guitars is if you wanted like. A Guthrie Govan signature, but you weren't going to spend like three grand. And, or and you wanted that a, Tom Quayle yeah. or vibe or anything like that. But These you had some taste in looks, yeah, that you could go for this instead. <laughs> I don't know why everyone went for brown guitars. Oh, God. It, just for... It's just, it looks like it, both both of those, both the Quayle and the um, other fellow, what's his name? We just said it. Guthrie Govan. Guthrie Govan. Both those guitars just look like weird 70s furniture. Yeah, the I'm just looking now at the AZ uh, AZ two four two BC, yeah. which is the deep it's espresso burst yeah. uh, two humbucker AZ model AZ model. Um, that looks way better than like a Guthrie Govan. The, the, they look fantastic. I really do like the AZs. I really like the Hyperion pickups. The thing that I prefer over the um, Charvel DK24 is the neck profile. I think the DK24, don't get me wrong, is awesome and super comfy. But the fact that the AZ is really oversized, I, I just, I, I really like. The only thing I don't like on the Ibanez is the scooped neck pocket, which goes well into the yeah. uh, back of the guitar. I much prefer the way they do that on the Charvel. I, yeah, actually, I much prefer the, prefer the headstock on the Charvel. Yeah. One one thing I forgot on the Charvel is how the jack socket is fitted into the back. So oh, actually, isn't like, it, yeah. you have a carve out into the back. And, yeah, which is, which is not uncommon on a lot of players' guitars. It sort of started appearing more. I remember, I think the first time I saw it was on the Ibanez Tosin Abasi. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this it seems to. I mean, you know, everyone loops their cable over. Why not make it so you're not bending your cable to? Well, yeah, to, exactly. To do that, it seems like a sort of sensible change. But I, um, it's funny. I, th- you know, I, I, the, if you read the specs on the Charvel website, and I think you went to like a smaller builder and said, "Can I have all those specs?" It would be way more money. Yeah, definitely. And I, I just think like the specs you look at, you're just like that is an outrageous guitar for the money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm super impressed. It's the only guitar I've played for since I got it, basically. I haven't picked up anything else. It's just perfect. Yeah. And I'm actually, again, I'm super pleased that I managed to set it up and not ruin it. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so, um, yeah, I've I had a couple of people uh, email me actually from the podcast being like, oh, I'm, I'm looking at a guitar and I'm thinking about one of those Charvels. I'm like, yeah, it's just amazing. Just get it. Just get Just it. Get yeah, it. they are brilliant. Right price, right guitar. Anyway, I mean, we've talked about this loads on, you know, Gear of the Year as well, but it is an absolute cracker, unsurprisingly. Jay Cross, you've just got back from America and you went to see some super cool guitars as well. I have, yeah. So um, <clears throat> after being home from Nam for about 
10 days yeah. i decided i can't do it i'm i'm i miss it too much i miss the the stars and the stripes yeah too much i've got to go back yeah so uh we me and my girl me and my girlfriend actually went back uh to back to her home uh for a family funeral so actually the reason we were there wasn't particularly fun but um whilst i was there i did get to do something that i've been trying to do for the last well three or four years however however long we've been i've been going over there but I've never managed to do, and that's go to see Depinto Guitars, yeah. who are based out of um, out of Philadelphia, like Central Philadelphia. Um, and I, I popped in and, and was just having a little look around the shop and uh, taking a, you know, I asked if I could take a couple of photos, and um, they were like, yeah, yeah, of course, course, and and I. They said, you know, if you want to get anything down, let us know. And obviously, you know, we know we've got the guitar nerd style guitars on the floor, angled up. Um, and I said, <laughs> oh, would it be all right if I grab a couple of these down? And I I really sort of, I didn't want it to sound all smarmy and everything because I, I bet they get loads of people going in there being like, oh, I should I run a blog or whatever. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I, did, I did say, oh, I, I, I do it. I do an Instagram account about guitars and I was hoping I could just, and they were, and he said, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, and he went, oh, you're going to say, I'll get the boss. And, um, after, after a couple of minutes, Chris Pinto came out oh, and, wow. uh, and he spent about an hour, an hour and a half, just, just talking to me about guitars. And I was getting the guitars down and he was telling me the history of them. And I, I tell you what, if you, if you live anywhere near, um, Philadelphia or if you're ever passing, I cannot recommend enough going in and having a look at the shop so as well as selling Depinto guitars they also sell uh they do quite a lot of vintage stuff um and they, they had some some new bits and pieces in there as well but um the thing that i thought was fascinating and i will put the pictures up when i get a chance is he still has a bunch of really early prototypes in there wow so um the of of models that are still kind of in the catalog i mean i i think everything now is basically made to order uh, I don't. Th he sells on Reverb. Um, you know, other good. There we go. Uh, good platforms. Have we, have we got all of the plugs in today? Uh, uh, we, oh, we probably still about need Roland yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, Gotta make those he, bucks. He says it does. Uh, yeah, it does sell on Reverb, and I, but I think basically everything's made to order. Right. So there wasn't a huge number of um, of guitar of like new guitars out on display, but there was all of these prototypes from from like the early 90s uh, well from the mid 90s which is when he started building guitars and yeah basically he, he was telling me the history and so the reason that he got into building guitars was he was left-handed and well, continues to be left-handed and he uh, <laughs> he was <laughs> he grew out that um no he uh he's left-handed and he couldn't get anything anything kind of weird he was only sort of able to get um strats tellies les pauls etc etc right. and he, he wanted weird stuff so the first guitar that he ever built um, and I'm really annoyed with myself that I can't remember the name. I was just seeing if there's a clue on this picture, and there isn't. Well, we'll make sure these pictures go up in the in the so group. So this is I cannot remember the name of this guitar, but I'm just going to send this over to to Joe. The first guitar that he ever made is this left-handed kind of almost explorer shape well, without the cutouts. Those, it reminds me of those. Do you remember those almost completely rectangular Dan Electros? Yes. I yeah. can't remember the name of that particular model. But. So it's it's that kind of um it's that kind of shape, kind of an offset square rectangle shape, but it's um it's a 10 string and the reason that it's a 10 I, string I, is I that it's this. it's five strings tuned in fifths and then uh, doubled up. 
so you've got you've got yeah, octaves there as well. I love this. I actually, love actually, this. they're not actually they're not octaves. It's just two of each string. Right. <laughs> they're not even. Yeah. It's not even. It's not even like it's uh, so good. This is such a great yeah. idea. And and so instead of uh, well, as well as the pickup selector, there's also and this is kind of the thing with De Pinto guitars is all of the pickups have got on-off switches. And so that's the way retro, that, you, that yeah super super retro and uh what he what he showed me with this particular one is and joe you can you can see this he's got this weird kind of like little thing with a load yes. of like mini buttons on there which is uh a little basically sample pad that makes ray gun noises which he wired into the guitar oh, so yes. you can send the that ray gun is, noises through to the amp that is why does that should be that should be a universal it's, standard. It's so, so cool. Oh, it's it's so absolutely cool. Absolute. Isn't that um, similar to something? I know Mikey Demas had, was selling some guitars recently. Didn't he have a guitar that did something Yeah, he similar? had one with the dub siren built in. Oh, uh, is that what it was? <laughs> really? um, can I say, I'm on the DePinto um, reverb shop right now, and his, he does his own guitar strings, DePinto yep. guitar strings. So on the electric guitar strings, you've got a picture of an electric guitar. Uh-huh. Bass guitar strings, got a picture of a bass. Uh-huh. Can you guess what is on the packet for the acoustic guitar strings? Uh, no, I can't guess. A fish? Is it another electric guitar? It's a dog. Oh, <laughs> it's got a picture of a cute dog on the acoustic strings. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Chris was awesome. He was a really, really lovely bloke. And he spent ages with me just just took a load of time out of the middle of the day to ta- talk to this completely luna- British lunatic who'd walked in off the street. Uh, and, um, I, you know, I said, I explained that we did the podcast and asked if he'd want to come on at some point, said that it'd be a real honour to, to talk to him, and he, and he said that he'd be well up for it. Yeah, so As he was sort of pushing you out. Yeah, of the <laughs> yeah absolutely. Like, so, sure, mate. Yeah, I'll definitely be on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is definitely my, yeah, my just, email address. Just send me, yeah, uh, fax me. I'll get I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, it was, it was really cool, and it, so... And I posted about this in the group, and and a couple of people were like, "Oh, I don't know anything about this brand." And I was, I was quite—I saw those comments as well. I was—I yeah. I mean, I, I only know about Depinto because we had a. Or my introduction to them was that we had a um, we had a Galaxy Four, which I guess is probably their most popular what? guitar What's at the, the moment. Galaxy Four. So the Galaxy Four is kind of a like an, an offset. Um, surf guitar, so kind of well, a jazz Pinto master. Are just surf sure, yeah. This, this is kind of a, a like a jazz master Jaguar type shape with yeah. four, uh, four like lipstick pickups. All each have got on-off switches. Come in really cool, kind of fifties retro colours. And uh, and we we had one of those come through the come through the the shop secondhand, and I thought, wow, this is absolutely amazing. Got to find out more. And uh, and yeah, that's that's was my introduction to them. But the, you know, other models that I don't know if they still do, but you know, certainly they have done it in the past. Is like the the Mac Four, which is a a quality guitar. The Mac Four is kind of a uh, that's a razor I have. <laughs> you should be using it more regularly. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, the Mac Four is kind of like a Mosrite style guitar, so that again, that kind of like offset, um, offset, uh, like super stratty, like beer belly strat. Right. I guess is is how you'd, you'd look at that. Um, and the Belvedere, which uh, they've done as a, a guitar or a bass, and that's kind of a Les Paul type shape almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Galaxy is just an absolutely astonishing guitar. Really, I, I really love those guitars, and it's just a shame that there's just no real distribution of them in the UK. Yeah. Uh, so much of what they do is is um, 
is direct to customer, uh, which is you know fantastic, but it just means that it's it, the, not much of it makes it over here. What they, sort of um, money did Depintos go for these days? So um, he he was talking about this, just the way that they've they, their business model has changed over the years. When they first started, so he started building guitars in 1994, I think is what he said. Uh, and, you know, he started the same way that everyone starts, really, which is he built a guitar for himself and someone went, oh, that's cool. Can you, make, you know, where did you get that? Can, can you make me one? And then he, you know, made one for a mate and then made one for another mate. And, uh, and you know, it's just started rolling out like that. But... Um, originally for probably the first I, I think maybe 15 years or so it was just American built and they were built in Philadelphia right. they were built so their original and their, their original premises was in um, was in like the old town and the thing that you need to bear in mind when I talk about the old town the old the oldest part of Philadelphia is basically the oldest part of the USA right you know the Independence Hall which is the big building down there that's where the constitution was signed like it's on display in a building in philadelphia the original like 13 colonies who then you know seceded from the union and decided to uh someone's create been a new history con- lesson no no no, no. I, I actually literally just been there. well no i mean i found I, I did this tour i did this tour like four or five years ago but it's, i just find it fascinating that like that's where america like American, America began. It's it's mad, but yeah. And then they had Fresh Prince. Yeah. Then that uh, some <laughs> other stuff happened, no, and then nothing and happened. That movie in... with Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. That that Big. was also the Philadelphia. The cheese. There's been like what six Rocky movies. No. If you, if that, you include that's Creed, not Philadelphia. What are you talking about? That's, of course it is. Is Philadelphia? it? Philadelphia. Yeah. Huh. There's a Rocky statue. It's at, actually it's actually eight Rocky movies if you include Creed one. Is and it? Two. Okay. Right. Well, there we go. <laughs> Um, anyway, that all aside, the original building was like right in the centre of the old town, and they've they've moved it up the road. They're in in the the north part of the city now, but um, yeah. So he's gone through a, a different uh, kind of f- bits of business. They were doing some models of business. They were doing some uh, Korean built stuff, but they've kind of pulled back on that, and they they seem to be just be doing built to order stuff in America at the moment. So. Um, it, as for prices, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think they're about three grand for uh, Mark. Right. I don't so, know if you've so got just the... a, just a quite a conventional. Um, at the moment, there, there were price. no, there were none listed on his Reverb store. Right. So okay. I don't. I couldn't see any on the site either. But yeah, it looks like they're kind of built to order. That. Seems yeah, to I be think the thing. basically. It's I'm built sure to order. they used to have distribution in the UK though. So I, I did ask about this, uh, and okay, there's a. This must be one of the Korean ones, fourteen hundred pounds. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I, th- I so I did ask him about this because I wondered how they got how that guitar ended up secondhand in Gak. Yeah, and what he said was there was a couple of shops that kind of said that they were going to distribute it, but really all they were doing was buying a few in and then selling them in their shop. Right. Okay. So a few have leaked into the UK, but yeah, I don't think anything really has has ever you know, on a on a large scale but at the same time you know he's making he's making high end american built guitars well yeah and it's 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 basically just him um but yeah he's it really lovely bloke F- like fascinating to get a uh, get the the history from you know from the man himself yeah. and uh, and yeah like i say he said he'd be up for coming on the podcast at some point so hopefully we can do that and you can hear um 
this story again, but told by someone who isn't severely jet lagged. <laughs> um, Mark Packham. Hello. You and me are going on a trip next week. Oh, God. Because you know what next week is? Uh, it's my birthday and I'm going to party like it's my birthday. It is the guitar show. Yes. No one cares. Is that your b- no, birthday? No, good. Oh, thank goodness. Um, Isn't what? it your birthday in like a week? Uh, no, no, no. No, ages ages into that. Oh, okay. June the 9th. 3rd. 3rd. Close. Be with you. Yeah. Excellent. Wonderful. Anyway, it is the guitar show. The aptly named guitar show. There is actually more than one guitar show in the UK, but this one got to the name first. So this is the <laughs> guitar show, which takes place in Birmingham. And it is, is it probably the biggest? It's probably the biggest in the UK. Uh, I mean, that's still very small in comparison I think the, to... I think the one in... I think the one that we went to in the London, you didn't go because you were lazy. The Northern Guitar Show... But it's not called... They can't call it the Northern... So the company is called the Northern Guitar Show. But then they started trying to do guitar shows in the South. Oh, no. You're, so, that's the Kempton Guitar yeah, Show. That's that the one. London International Guitar oh, Show. Oh, yes, yes. The one that Matty and I went to in London. I love it's which called is, the London International Guitar Show. And yeah. it basically, it's five shows. Most of them are in like a really small sort of area of Yorkshire. And then they're... <laughs> well, no, it's just the one <laughs> London one. The yeah. London International Guitar oh, Show. Yeah, so Northern Guitar Northern That's guitar not London shows. International runs London International. Oh, they do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you're thinking of the London Guitar Show. We're going to a show called The, the guitar, guitar Show. show which Can't is... people just come up with a better name? This is confusing. I mean, go on in. Go on in. Could turn up go in, in the go wrong in. place. Go on in. Um, better name for a guitar show. Uh, the Guitar Extravaganza. Gitcon. Um, Guitarageddon. Nam two. Nam two. <laughs> the Namening. Nam harder. But a good yes. day to Nam harder. That's that's a perfect name. A yeah. good day Nam to <laughs> Nam, but with a silent G. Guitar. Nam with a vengeance. What do you reckon if we just did that? We just registered the trademark Nam, Nam two. two. <laughs> we started up a show. Uh, anyway, we are going to go to the Guitar Show 2019 up in Birmingham, which is going to be great fun because it's happening on the um, on the week that there are no trains in the United Kingdom. So we've got to try somehow work out how to get a bus. And to... I'm busy and everyone's annoyed yeah. at me that I'm not driving. We're not annoyed at you. You're allowed to be busy, Jay. It's totally fine. Anyway, we're... Uh... <laughs> Um, there are going to be there are actually loads of brands. It looks well, they as they say, it's going to be bigger than ever. But there are a ton of uh, of cool brands there um, that we are uh, going to have a butchers. Um, what are you most looking forward to see there, Mark Packham? Um, I'm looking at. I'm most excited to buy the domain name Nam2.co.uk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, num- the number two or the word two? two. Yeah, it's just two. Um, anyway, who am I most excited to see? Um, I've not looked through this list yet, if I'm honest. But um, Maris are going to be there, which will be good. Old Blood Noise Endeavors looks good. Um, Honey Boy Amps are going to be there again. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Fidelity Guitars. Their Fidelity Guitars are going to have their new bass. Never there, heard of so, them. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to seeing the bass. And um, oh, what was what did they call their the other the three pickup guitar? Was it the Star Rosa, the Stella Rosa? I can't remember. Can't One of those remember. two names, but it's an awesome guitar. So I'm really uh, looking forward to to seeing that. I think that's going to be um, a load of fun. We should check out. Um Pigtronics and Supro. So I was in a guitar store in Germany 
last week and they had a bunch of Supro stuff and they had the new Blues King and it looked oh, awesome. The Blues yeah. King. Yeah. It looks, I, I love amps when they don't have like a mesh front, when they've got those weird sort of ported holes at the front. It just looks so cool and like retro and surfy. Yeah, and the Blues King, when I tried it, it sounds fantastic. It looks amazing. Um, I hope they've got that Keeley Supro hybrid amp there as well because I thought it was absolutely 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 amazing when I played it like one of the best sounding clean amps I've ever heard I want to try that Supro Delay because the demos yeah. of that made that sound yes. really yes. good yes yeah um, and another company that we saw uh, we sort of we, we saw them last year but we kind of didn't know who they were and bumped into them towards the end this year I've sort of reached out so that we can have a bit of a, a proper chat with them and really see the guitars a bit more properly Maybach Yes, yeah, um, that'd be yeah. really um, good. Yeah, which would be great. They're back. I wonder if they're going to have some more stuff because they had their SG Junior, um, but they didn't have any of their Les Paul Juniors with them at the at the last show. I really hope they have some of those because I thought the the quality on like the uh, the sort of light relicking, the lacquer checking, and everything on the Maybach stuff was was really really phenomenal. So I'd be happy to see those. I yeah. kind of want to see these new Peterson tuners. That's the most boring thing no, that you've it? picked. Yeah. Is it? No, they're a, cool. An incredibly accurate tuner. Yeah. That's the thing that you're most excited <laughs> no, about. No, I think it's going to be This fun. is the sort of thing that you have a go at me for being excited about. <laughs> How can you say, oh, oh, you like a power supply, and then be excited about a tuner? I, I, if I'd said, oh, man, you've got to check out these... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Gachunas, you'd have said, like that's what you would have said. You're probably probably right. But they are (laughs) cool. They're incredibly accurate and very bright lights. I think that's important on a on a tuner. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Monty's guitars as well. They're going to be back again. Um, We we keep saying year after year that we're going to. Um, actually go up there and wind some pickups. We should, I think we should definitely still do that. that. Yeah, yeah, now that I kind of do this, I think we actually will. And uh, someone that I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing, Taurus Amplification. Um, do you remember um, Do you remember they introduced a, a pedal board amplifier, which is a concept that I'm really into at the moment. Um, so... I, what, the, like I, the... Um... Like Milkman. the Milkman. Yeah. Like the Milkman, yeah. Taurus, okay. Taurus do one of those. So I, I'm, I'd be really interested to see that. Um, I tell you who I think you should go and see if you get the chance is um, James's home of tone. 
which is, yes, uh, we are actually s- hooking up with James. Oh, you are? I actually okay, spoke cool. to I spoke to James himself. We're gonna we have a little bit of uh, a chat about oh, doing cool. some stuff together. But yeah, because his shop, like listener, if you have not checked out James's Home of Tone, what is it? Is it .com or .co.uk? .co.uk. It's just it's, Home of Tone .co.uk. It's probably the best looking um, guitar website. Uh, you know that you can go onto. It's very lovely. I love that he does like proper good quality photos of all the gear, and he distributes brands that I know American listener. I know you guys have this on your doorstep, but we don't. So we were quite excited by it. They do millimetric guitars. That's that's the big thing for me. Is, cool. Is, uh, is I really I really want to see. I'm really yeah. disappointed that I can't see the millimetric stuff up for up yeah. up close because they they look amazing. So listeners, if you're not aware of millimetric guitars, they are kind of the uh, Swiss, well, they're sort of the, they are the IKEA of uh, of guitars, but not in a. I mean that it looks they like very high quality. It's got that minimal sort of Scandinavian look to them. Would you consider? Yeah, that yeah, accurate? absolutely. Yeah, it's got. It, well, I mean, they, it's got that kind of. It does have like a minimalist. Um, Approach to building where, to building guitars, yeah. and they they look like nothing else on the planet. Yeah, they um, look like they look like future futurist guitars. Yeah, one brand that is there is Kanji Guitars, who I hadn't heard of before. Um, oh yeah, I've spoken to them as well. Inspired by Japan, handmade in the UK, they do a guitar that's got the battery pack on the front of the guitar, like on the face of the guitar. So obviously, active pickups with a battery compartment. On the front, which looks very odd. So I wonder if that's to. That is uh, weird. I wonder if that's to minimise the amount of wood that is cut out of the back of the guitar. But, but why I, would you do that? I don't. That's very odd. It'd be interesting to see their stuff and see. Um, go and yeah. see what what they've got. Yeah, that'd be cool. And uh, James's Home of Tone also um, distribute uh, Jennings guitars. They do. Yes, uh, which is very cool. Of course, all our American sort of podcaster YouTube friends have recently all bought into Jennings or. Not necessarily what, they've, they've bought into them. Well, they've, they've all they've all got Jennings, they've haven't got they? A, like Sean, Sean, uh, what's his name? You keep saying words. Sean, <laughs> Sean, help me out. Sean, the YouTube guy, Pierce Johnson. Thank you. He has one, and uh, um, and Ryan has one, and. Uh, I think Blake just got Blake, one. Didn't Blake's he? got one as well. Yeah. So ev- everyone's got a Jennings, and. Uh, yeah, it's good that we can get those. Those are those are super cool guitars. Shergold are going to have a big announcement. Yep, the brand new model apparently launched yep. at this show. So yeah, don't, be, don't um, say too int- much. I don't know how much of that that press release is. Well, there's a new guitar. Yeah, fine. At this show, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, good. we can say that. We can say that. Can Rift, we? Rift. Yeah, why not? Who cares? Yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> ground <laughs> control. <laughs> ground control audio are there, so they'll have their new booster. Oh yeah, that we talked about on the podcast um, a few weeks ago. Their kind of partner one to the uh, Amaterasu. Yeah, that would be cool. So um, sh- show report after the show, I think, when we catch up with yeah. all these people. I think that's the best way to, to do this. Otherwise, we're just re- literally reading off brands. Stag are going to be there. Stag, Stag are going to be there. See, yeah. my, see my old boys at Stag? That's right. <laughs> see what they're up to. Uh, yeah. and and Mark's Ma- working Ma- the booth. Matt Knight's going to be there, aren't you? I'll be there. I'll be demoing all weekend. What on earth are you demoing? Bus haven't even released any new products. I, I will have the only We're talking about geese. Tube expander, greatest pedal oh, greatest product of all time. Good Best product we've ever made. Yeah, exactly. Is that is that is that, I will is have that right, the Matt? Is that the, oh, is that the thing it that's is? not as good as the Oxbox? I can't remember. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, unbelievable. Yeah, baby. <laughs> unbelievable. Um it'll be the only time the public will probably get to see it until it comes out later in the year. So Do you know what we still see not it, out? Come oh. to the booth. 
Do you <laughs> do you um do you know what? I'm just on the Stag website right now. It's obviously it's my homepage, so um, Stag actually have got some really, really cool guitars. Well, if I, I don't know if you were paying attention, Stop but it. we may- What this isn't a plug, I don't work there anymore. I got a uh, I, I got I got um served a uh, uh a uh, sponsored post on Instagram from Stag of a really cool looking guitar and I sent it over I sent it into the group to what are you doing what are you doing I'm what? being serious you're d- delegitimizing no honestly this looks I mean I can't speak for how this plays but this is the Silver Ray series DC model which is a kind of oversized Les Paul Jr um, with a P90 in the neck humbucker in the bridge um, stop tail piece block inlays it looks really good, and it's probably cost about five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they do other ones that kind of look like the um, Music Man Armada, which is, I think is the one that you were talking about, Jay. I'm just trying to find. Which again is it. the Silver Ray series. So it looks like basically they've got a line of guitars that are a bit more expensive than their normal ones called Silver Ray um, that are, all look really good. Maybe we should give Stag another go. Well, they're going to be at the Birmingham Guitar Show, so I'm sure whilst you know I'm having a break, you can go over and have a chat. Um, so this week, uh, we've also received a few more bits and bobs. One thing that hasn't quite turned up yet, but I thought we should talk about nonetheless, is uh, is Rombo Picks. Okay. I love Picks. Well, these are really cool. Surely, so, so Rombo Picks are, were a Kickstarter. Um, they have exceeded their Kickstarter amount by, I don't know, maybe... More than a hundred percent. Okay, like that. Like that over. That's the 100%. literally the definition of exceeding the target. So, no, he no. means he means they've at least doubled it. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's it's and they are fantastic looking uh, plectrum. So they're sending us a, a little pack of the the, the various types. Rombo, but it's fun um, to say as well. Yes, Rombo, yeah. Rombo. Yes, they are German German plectrums. Um, but they they do. It's not just different thicknesses. They do different types, and there's different um, there's different types of technology designed in the in the grip and the points depending on. Um, oh, that was nice. Uh, Say it again. The grip and the points. Oh, very um, nice cadence. Uh, thank you. Uh, depending on the you know, what grip the and for. point. But they do the uh, they do like the Rombo Classic, which is a point four five. They can you call as... a pick a classic if you've never released it? <laughs> uh, that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> is it not that it's based on a classic? It's, it's... Pick. Well, yes, they, they're calling this the perfect choice for strumming. I really love in their in the assets pack they sent us. Um, they rate everything on. They they give you uh, like a, a little fader bar for attack, flexibility, tone, and technique. Um, the technique one uh, varies from strumming uh, to note control, and then tone is warm to bright. Uh, flexibility is rigid to flexible, and attack obviously softer to hard. But um, they rate all of them and and. Crucially, not only is the tip different on on every plectrum and the thickness, but also the uh, um, the type of grip changes. Um, so you've kind of got a sort of a, a thatch setup on the Rombo Classic. They do the Rombo Diamond, which um, which has a little hole in, in the grip. It's a two mil thick one. It's supposed to be like really great for technique and a really bright. Obviously, it's a very thick plectrum um and it's kind of it's called the diamond because it looks like there's some shaping in the grip area that sort of it t- takes on a, a diamond I, um, shape i want one i really want to try the yeah. Bombo diamond i want to see if it's better than my chicken pick yeah it, it looks like it could be a real strong competitor there's the rongo origami rombo origami as well um which is like the a only thing is they don't origami. make they don't make one as thick as i'm used to because uh, your chicken pick is like 
five mil or something, isn't it? It's three point. You have to hold it with two hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get, someone else has to hold it while you hold the guitar. <laughs> yeah, you move the guitar up and down while someone else yeah, plays yeah. it. Exactly. Right. You have to just put it in like a vice. <laughs> You, but, what you do is get a black and decker workmate. You put the pick in that, and then you just move your guitar up and down like that, face <laughs> down on the workmate. Um, Thing is, what I like about this is rather than a lot of picks that I've seen recently, which have been like we're making it out of this material and they cost twenty pounds. They're they're actually like put some thought into the design, actually done some research rather than been like we're going to make this like plexiglass pick and we're going to charge loads of money. Yeah. and you can have them engraved. This one's like. We're actually trying to do something different, yeah. which is kind of that's what I uh, went to the chicken picks for because they were like, you know, someone was like they actually put some time and effort and, and research into it. Yeah. So I'm really excited to actually try it. I think it'd be quite interesting. They do also do a super cool range of colours as well. You can get it in graphite, black, water blue, strawberry red or honey yellow and all of the plectrum types are available in all the colours but I'm looking forward to receiving these. They look really cool. They look like fun edible sweets as well which I'm, uh, <laughs> which I'm quite excited Good. by. Good. I'm sure that's exactly what all of the parents listening to this podcast want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we we should uh, we should um, uh, dive into some news. But before we do, I wanted to talk about one Wait, more. What were we talking about, if not news? But those were just like things that we got. Like, oh right, this is just news. this is just the uh, this is the first bit. <laughs> this is just this oh, is look, the intro. Look at, all, look at all the cool stuff we've got. Yeah. <laughs> look at all Marsh. Yeah, but. It, <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. This is still the intro. We're not even into the uh, proper part of the the podcast. We haven't yet. started yet. We'll start in a minute. Yeah, we're oh, starting. Do, in a do we have it's to? Fine. Can we not just carry on doing we're this? We're forty five minutes in. We're starting, uh, they, we're I like this bit the best. I don't yeah. like the. I don't like the news. No, forget the news. We probably won't even tell you about new stuff. Anyway, we also received a pedal from One Control um, uh, this week, and I really like One Control because I like things that look smart and minimal and cool. Oh yeah, what's well, Juan sent us? How many controls has it got on it? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we both went for two different jokes there. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, that yeah. was, that was yeah, really that's good. That's great. That's great. Stereo. Wonderful. Anyway, so they do um, uh, uh, one control do a series of effects called the BFJ uh, series, um, and they are all mini pedals. There's a massive amount in the in the range. They're all, all this sort of brushed aluminium finish with just like simple text on them. Great, great colours. Great, like really well built. Look fantastic. And they sent us the Blue 360, which is a bass preamp modelled on the acoustic 360. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic, like completely sublime. Like Ooh, the the I reckon that'd be good on guitar. It, it does sound great on guitar. Um, actually, I, I tried it out there, but honestly, the 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 increased depth and clarity to to you know it's just that. The the acoustic 360s were of, they were transistor amps in a time of of sort of valve amp ness and and of course they were you know popularized massively and played by some of the you know the the most important legendary bass players of of ever um, of ever of, of ever. ever but yeah but I I thought it was absolutely fantastic like a dead simple preamp nice that it's a mini pedal size because you get things like the Sans amp bass VT and the Kind of a relative amount of pedal real estate. Yeah. Whereas this is a mini pedal, just a simple three band EQ and a master volume for the for the pedal. But honestly, like just the depth of tone, everything it brought is. I, I was. I um, it was great. I like it because Zappa, Frank Zappa, used one in his rig for like a lot of the effects because oh, really? of the headroom that it had. 
Um, but it's worth noting this whole series is designed by the same guy that does uh, Mad Professor. Ah, oh, okay. That's interesting. That makes sense. <clears throat> Bjorn Yule. So we, yeah, yes. so we, we're yeah, talking we sp- to the dist- we No, we're not. We're speaking to, yeah, and they put us in touch with Bjorn directly. Yeah, and but at Summer Nam, that's how we found out because we were oh. talking to the distributor in Canada and um, Jay and me were talking to him and he said, oh, all of the, the small ones are designed by the same guy that does, um, does, yeah, Mad Professor. So you're getting that same sort of quality. I think you're just getting a smaller sort of uh, enclosure. But they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're wicked and they do look great, I think. Yeah, they, they look absolutely fantastic. i tell you what's really interesting is these are kind of <clears throat> uh, moor... Um, they look like the Moor housings, um, but they will take a battery. Yeah, I which know. Is, which is really interesting because most pedals that small are that small because they've sacrificed the ability to use a battery. Yeah. Uh, but these have not, which is really interesting. So, yeah. yeah they. Uh, I wonder yeah. if that's the same for the whole series. Yeah, I, I, possibly. I really want to try some of the others now. Oh, and it's, it's, so it's nine impressive. in and 18 out. So there's some obviously some. Uh, well, you can, that's selectable. Selectable. Mm, you can okay. select your head Oh, so it'll, be, uh, so it'll be 18 if you use an 18-volt power supply. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a little switch on it. Well, yeah, not necessarily, actually. You can oh, so you, some it's internal an internal can, Oh, so it can, yeah, tra- yeah. it can switch it up, mm. ramp it up. Yeah, give yourself oh, that good. extra headroom. But yeah, it's, uh, it's and, super um, cool. Jay, they also make an incredibly tiny power supply. Oh, I tell you what. It's the same size as a Moa pedal. And oh, it had I love power supply. Not a lot of people know this eight, about me. Nine volt outputs. I think too many people know that about you now, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> right. Uh, we, we should definitely d- dive headfirst into some news because it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's quite late in the podcast. Yes, Here's the news. News. So, Matt Knight, first up, not a new release, but an old release, re-being sold. Re-being it's, it's, sold. They call it a re-release. Ah. <laughs> tell us about it, Matt Knight. So, uh, Mr. Bill Finnegan, uh, the, the man who invented the clon uh, way back in 1994, well, finished in 1994, um, basically has decided to re-release some clones back into the market and he's going to hand make them and then sell them um, direct, basically. Now, he has actually done this in the past and I do remember, and I'm surprised no one brought this up in some comments I read and stuff. There was another article with him. It was an interview and he actually, you know, he doesn't like the fact that they go for like ridiculous amounts of money. Um, And that's why he put the kind of that... um, piece of copy on the front of the ktr so you know this ridiculous hype is is not of my making but it turns out that he's actually been hand building extra clones post the end of the original run to sell them to help out a friend who you know she's like um she's like got money troubles and stuff and he's been doing that and selling that and selling them as obviously clones but then they're going for like two thousand dollars and he's donating all the money oh but i think um now he's decided to basically say and actually announce he's going to do a run of clones and they're going to be super you know hard to get hold of because he's just going to do one at a time there's loads that go into them and um basically the last one he did he starts them off at like a hundred dollars oh and, no it's bidding oh. and it's and it's bidding so oh, i love it the, pick a price. 
So he started at 100, and 27 bids later, it went for 2026. But the thing is, what you've got to remember is every clone is built by Bill Finnegan. He's sure, never had anyone sure. help him. Every single, if you buy an old one, you know, um, from 1994. Uh, Oh, the production, sorry, that it started in 1994, ended a few years ago. Any one of those ones you buy will be built by Bill Finnegan. Now, he says that, or people claim that different ones sound different, and there's a gold one and a silver one and a logo and a non-logo. And I think he's just doing now the silver ones, selling them direct, starting at $100, and there you go. But they also make, obviously, the KTR, which um, is, is, as he puts it, an exact replica of... The original um, clon is, you know, basically his design. But he, he hates the fact that people have made loads of money off that design um, and those pedals sell for tons of cash. I mean, I guess. What, now, what, just made, got, now, what, what major brand sorry. doesn't do a, a clon clone? Well, and this is the thing. Pretty I think much, because just Fender and Boss. <laughs> Gibson, I think Gibson, it, Gibson uh, don't. Yeah, I think at the time, basically, that's why he like Yamaha? you know gooped gooped the circuit uh, okay. boards, <laughs> so people couldn't see what was inside. Because at the time, he was making them, you know, again in small runs. They were three hundred bucks, I think, at the time, which was a lot of money in the mid nineties. Um, and then someone actually managed to pull all the stuff off and then reverse engineer the circuit and sell them for a hundred bucks. Um, and that's obviously. You know, people are like, oh, well, he must be making loads of money. It's like, I'm sure he, he makes zero money off all of the second-hand sales. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Totally. Of, uh, of no, clones, I mean, but yeah. I, so. I mean, who can, who can blame him for doing this? And and no. I think it's I think it's a good thing because, Absolutely. you know, people want to buy these products, so make them available. You know, yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and, and loads of people are like, oh, he's just, you know, he's taking advantage of the market and it's ridiculous. No. It's like, he's starting at 100 bucks. If no yeah. one bids for it, you could get one for 100 bucks. Yeah. If yeah. I could, I would lock him in a room and force him to just make them. So that then we could all have a, a clone centaur. If anything, it's selfish. Of or him you to would not keep them that. all, and then just hoard them. Yeah, I yeah maybe like speed VHSs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's um it's it's good. I I think it's nice that they're you know he's just going to add more to the market. I mean, there's only three thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight out there. Um, take your pick. Amazing, Mark Packham. Hello. Tell me about a loaf. A loaf of Catlin Bread. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> Brand new pedal from Catlin Bread. Listen, I think I've had enough of this podcast. I've, I'm not sure I can do this anymore. Uh, the uh, Coriolis, I guess is how we're pronouncing it. Um, the Coriolis Effect. Um, and this is a... Um, or a wah filter, harmonizer, pitch shifter, and sustainer. Um, so... Basically, it's a box that does a ton of stuff to seriously scramble your guitar signal. Um, three controls on there. Position, velocity, and acceleration. For something as crazy as this, that doesn't sound like a lot of control over the crazy. Yeah, um, there's also a switch on there, so you've got um, acceleration or velocity uh, and or an expression pedal in. Um, the position control is the parameter that controls the dry wet mix with the full wet on clockwise and full dry on counterclockwise. So that's your dry mix. Acceleration is is um, the param- this parameter is a two-pole low-pass filter, uh, and velocity 
Oh, in t- adjust the pitch of the wet signal. So right. I'm guessing it's going to be doing... And it has um, a second foot switch, which is hold. Yeah, so it's got like a sample hold function on it as well. Ooh. So basically just really messes with your guitar sound, um, yeah. as you'd expect from um, Catlin Bread. Something very different. Um, looks great. I think it's not going to be a transparent overdrive to add to your <laughs> rig or an always-on pedal. It's going to be definitely an effect pedal. 220 nah. $229. I think that's a very reasonable price for something totally crazy. Matt's going to leave it on <laughs> his rig the entire time. Yeah, it, why it, not? In physics, the Coriolis force is an inertial or fictitious force that seems to act on objects that are in motion within a frame of reference that rotates with respect to an inertial frame. Right. See, so I basically, thought... and uh, another description, that's the Coriolis fo- force... The Wikipedia definition of the Coriolis effect is in psychophysical perception, the Coriolis effect is the misperception of body orientation and induced nausea due to the Coriolis force. The Coriolis effect is a concern for pilots where it can cause extreme disorientation. So basically what it means Just is a bit you're, dizzy. Well, you're watching something spin right. in a different direction to where you're moving whilst everything's in the same frame of reference. Or it will sound of. like a wire filter harmonise the pitch shifter and sustainer all on at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, presumably, if you um, if you have that all on and you're spinning around in a circle, you're going to feel um, the disorientation. Effect. See, I thought that it was um, Coriolis, like the Coriolis were a mafia gang. <laughs> Don Corioli. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but it, but it evidently not. Jay Cross, we don't have much time, but there is a super cool new Princeton amplifier hitting the shelves, a signature model. Yes, so uh, Chris Stapleton, who is a uh, guitarist that I don't think he's is, a guitarist. He's a guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> he's a guitarist. That I don't think he's particularly well known over here, um, but. From what I've heard from my colleagues in uh, the Americas, he is absolutely huge in the kind of country well, he's scene. He's just really, he's a really big fella. Uh, I wasn't, I was talking about his popularity. Right. But, you know, I mean. So anyway, uh, the. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how we have to respond to the, Jeremy. Uh, now. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just a sigh. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, the a 62 reissue. Um, so interesting in the, uh, the, the the it's pre-reverb because of course Princeton reverbs didn't come out until 1964. Correct. There we go. Wow, you really are a guitar nerd. Thanks. Mate. Um, so uh, yeah, there's no reverb in this. Just a uh, just a tremolo. So um, real classic output tube based. Trem, um, and it's also a 12-inch speaker, which is really nice. So that um, that is something that we've been talking about for for a long time. I've got a 12-inch Princeton sat right next to me, just you there. Have. It's lovely. It what, is lovely. What finish is this new signature model? So it's in uh, brown with right. wheat. Uh, so wheat with a wheat guard. Uh, so it's it's very much of that classic brownface era. Um, it, it just it, it sounds it sounds 
absolutely astonishing. I, when I first when I first saw this, I was like, oh, I'm not really that interested in this, to be honest with you, because it doesn't have reverb, and that's the thing that's really cool about these amps. Uh, but it's, it sounds amazing. It sounds really amazing. It's um, it's got Schumacher transformers, which I'm told is something that's quite exciting. Oh, okay, that makes a big difference. Matt, Matt's making Prince. Matt's making the no- the sort of noise oh, that I would hope oh, someone oh, would make. Oh, 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 it's got. Sh- Michael Schumacher Transformers. Oh no, that Ralph. Um, oh, <laughs> um, that. Well, I mean, Transformers make a, a massive difference to the overall sound of the amp. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to try this. I, I think it's super cool. And I, I know it doesn't have reverb, but then you just, you know, go and get a '63 Fender Spring Reverb tank. Totally, totally. Although those are discontinued, what but you know, I'm sure you can get one on the on... new Anna Sounds ones. Yes, yeah. absolutely, Pedal absolutely. But yeah, essentially, what this is is it's a it's a hand wired. Uh, 62 amp. Uh, cool. it, it sounds really, really good. The tremolo on it is amazing. It really is. Price? Uh, uh, two grand or something? I'm not Ouch. sure, to be honest with you. Um, let me... Not enough, in my opinion. Not enough. Yeah, uh, four <laughs> grand to you, Matt, if you want one. Hey. I make it more expensive. I'll do your deal. Four grand. Um, give me one. Mo- oh, there it is. It's right on the front page because, you know, two grand indeed. Yeah, one, nine, nine, nine. Um, Dollars. Pounds. Oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> you right, Joe? <laughs> yes. Well, sorry, yeah. Just the, you broke there. Yeah, sorry. It was the worst segue I've ever done. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> anyway, that is it for us here on the regular episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We're going to be continuing over on the Patreon. And is this the first time we've been all together this year? Uh, no, we've been together no. before this year. Have a we? couple of weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, we were all together. Did we do one in between? Oh, yeah, we did. We did one... After Matt got back from yeah. America. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then and I then, went away and Matt and was Matt away. Matt went away. So that was the Mark and Joe show. And now we're back again. But this will also, we're going to do a Patreon episode now. And then we're going to go over and do the Hall of Fame podcast. And this week, it's Jay Cross's turn to submit. Wait, I thought it was your turn. Something. No, no, no. We already did me. I got the Matt Freeman uh, P-Base into the Hall of Fame. He did. Oh, I was going to do the Matt Freeman P-Base. Wait, oh. last week when no, no, it was no. just the two of you? Yeah. That's really unfair. Why? I mean, I definitely would have agreed, but still. Yeah, yeah. well, there you go then. I only had to convince Mark. See, it was it was a good idea. He, by the time, probably by the time he got round, you got round to doing that, he was so bored of you, he was just willing to just accept anything like, to get rid of you. Please get out of my house. Where did you do it? You do it at your my house. house. Yeah, yeah, we did it at his house. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was fine. I didn't get allergic to the, the cats. The cats on the other side of the door and I need to see them. No, we just let the cats in. Oh, okay. Yeah, Who let fine. the cats in? Meow, yeah, meow, 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 meow. It was all good. Anyway, we're going to be continuing over on the Patreon episode of the Guitar Nets podcast where from as little as $1 a month you can support the podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early. $5 a month gets you the Patreon episode plus loads of extra mini-series and things like uh, the Hall of Fame and $10 a month makes you an executive producer and gets your name read out. By me in one breath. Well, I sort of stopped saying that because I'm waiting for you guys oh, to. I let thought we were doing. Do... I thought you were doing the wrestling one. Oh uh, yeah, you... oh. I, w- I want to do the wrestling one, but but honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, are... you absolutely should guys, do the wrestling one. There are 52 in names. One breath. <laughs> Just do it all in one breath. Get on with it. All right, all right, fine. Okay, you ready? I've, oh, I've done a new order. I've done a new order. What do you mean? <clears throat> what like Peter Hook? Yeah, and the light. Yeah, yeah. Peter Hook and the Light. I've done a new order. Anyway, here we go.
Adam Royce Crisp, Jay Cutmore, Robert Cousins, Rob Gould, Scott Hamilton, Tucker Hamilton, Ernie Cooper, Ross Edwards, Nate Nagel, Stephen Hens, Ron Grant, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Emmy James Baker, Juan Goya, Aaron Salmon, Blake Wyland, Andrew Goody, Jamie Kemp, Jake Gray, Matt Bonamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Lowset, Hans Arms, Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Rob Noldry, Duncan Watson, Ed Bentley, Steve Markle, DJ Mark Cross, Michael McQuarrie, Connors Munson, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Blair Tom, Scott O'Brien, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, Will Clare, Moo Gravitt, Bill Thompson, Adrian Day, Ken Sayers, Matthew King, Stuart Tate, Scott Sunday, Sean Arbo, Christopher Wolbeck, Copperton! <sighs> Very good. I, I honestly... <sighs> I honestly don't know how you do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it, a lot of it's like it is actually very impressive. I have an excellent it's, lung capacity. It's is it a, gonna be like friends though when Joey's been holding his breath for like <laughs> twenty minutes and it turns out that Joe's just somehow breathing. Yeah. As soon as you cover his nose, he just passes out. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Uh, possibly. Anyway. Um, Joey Branton. That's that's it for us. Uh We'll see you next week for some more guitar nerdery. Or, Farewell. Or, or, or the Patreon. Or if you, see if us you on pay. the Oh, you're ruining the end. Farewell. So it's say you've got to say Farewell. I look, Bye. I'm just gonna edit in you guys saying goodbye from another episode. <laughs> Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.